We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is Friday, October 7th, 2022. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train Kreitz. All aboard! It's more fantasy basketball prep. Uh, today we are focusing on point guards, and then we will move on to the Southeast Division Preview. Let's jump right into it. Uh, Ken, let's start with the top point guard on the Rotowire boards. Yes, on the Rotowire board. Key distinction. We have James Harden of the Philadelphia 76ers. Rotowire's more bullish on the beard than most folks. We've got a Harden at number two in both our eight and nine category rankings, but his average ADP is about eight and a half. Consider his per game stats over 21 games with Philly last year. 22 points, 10 and a half assists, hello, 1.2 steals, a surprising 7.1 boards, plus 2.2 made threes with elite free throw percentage, but a harmful field goal percentage of around a little over 40%. I think a full season of working, a full off season, sorry, of working with Philadelphia should work wonders. Remember, he shot over 46% the year prior in 2021. Uh, and I think Harden's going to lead the league in assists. He certainly will if he hits that, if he repeats that 10.5 per game from last year with the Sixers. So that's why we have Harden number two on our board overall, number one at point guard. But Shannon, tell us about the nation's top point guard in Dallas. Yeah, the the true number one point guard in fantasy hoops this year is Luka Doncic. Luka is going to absolutely explode this year you know it, it's hard to say that about a guy that's already averaged 28 and a half nine and 8.7 in the season like he did last year but I do expect that we'll see another level to Luca this year the the Mavs aren't as good as they've been in the past they lost Brunson yeah they, they lost Kristaps Porzingis I, I realized he was traded mid-season last year but this isn't a team that has other stars for Luca to lean on, he's going to have to shoulder the load more so than he's done in the past. I fully expect him to top 30 points per game and be closer, even closer to a triple double per game than he was last season. Uh, I, I, I think this is the this is the year. 
He's also, you know, he's played 61, 65, 66 games past three years. As they're leaning more heavily on him, this is a team that will want to go and, and try to make the playoffs. So I, I expect Luka to also play however many games his body can handle. Uh, I love him this year. I, I would, depending on the format, it's hard to pass up uh, on Jokic and Giannis. Those are two great options at top of the draft. Uh, Jokic is still my number one overall. But depending on the format, I, I absolutely am considering Luca with the number two overall pick. Alex, break this tie before you dive into the third point guard. Uh, I would take Doncic, if that's what you're asking. That is what yeah. I'm asking, yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, Doncic also um, pretty much the odds-on leader for favorite to win MVP uh, wherever you look. Um, so that, I think that also helps his case. But yeah, I, I would rather take Doncic, um, even though I do... I do like Harden this year. Let's go to the, the next point guard on our list, which is Steph Curry. Average ADP of 6.1. Uh, a little better for nine category than eight category since he is a fantastic. Uh, he, he takes care of the ball. He's he's missed some games in recent years. I don't want to say he's an injury risk. He's avoided any major injuries. But, you know, the, the Warriors are pretty fine with resting him at this point as they are with, with Dre, uh, Draymond and Clay. Um, I, I'm still drafting Steph Curry relatively high. I think you can easily still draft him top five. I have no issues with that. Um, you know, he's going to – having him on your team basically allows you to not have to worry about threes the rest of the draft. Not that threes are particularly hard to find in fantasy anymore, but he's just so dominant from a three-point perspective. His free throw percentage – he's one of the best free throw shooters of all time. Keeps his field goal percentage high with all that. We're talking about Steph Curry. He's one of the greatest point guards ever played the game, so – um, at some point, I'm saying what everybody knows already. <laughs> not worried about his age 34 season. No, not really. I mean, uh, not as, you know, I'm, I'm not that worried about Hargan either. I mean, Hargan's younger, but has shown more wear and tear. So if I'm not that worried about Hargan, I don't think I can be worried about Steph Curry. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, well, let's uh, let's go to our sleeper and or underrated list. Shannon, start us off with your uh, sleeper or underrated uh, top point guard. All right, I'm going to San Antonio. Trey Jones, third-year point guard. I expect we're going to see him really flourish this year. You got no no Murray in San Antonio anymore. This is a team that's looking for someone to run the offense, and Trey Jones is going to be that guy. Last season, per 36 numbers, 13 points, 4.9 rebounds, 7.3 assists, 1.3 steals. This team is looking for people who can play heavy minutes. It's it's possible he plays 32, 33 minutes for, for the Spurs this season. And if Trey Jones does that, he easily could be 11, 12 points per game, six assists. The steals and three-pointers, this is where we're going to have an issue. I think the percentages are going to be fine, but he's the rare point guard these days that does not hit three-pointers. So, you know, if you're looking for assist after after pick 100, Trey Jones is available. He's a guy to target. Just realize that you are going to have to find three-pointers elsewhere and possibly steals as well. Yeah, Trey Jones, someone I, I really like this year, especially for 9-cat because his assist-to-turnover ratio is ridiculous. Plays a lot like his brother Tyus Jones uh, in Memphis. But, yeah, someone who, you know, it, how you uh, how the token pole in San Antonio is going to shake out is, is a question. Trey Jones isn't really a scorer, so it'll probably go like Keldon Johnson, Vassell in terms of scoring. But um, I think Trey Jones, the focus for him is going to be setting everyone up if there really is anybody to set up. Uh, but I think he, I, he's a very good passer and he'll, he should have a really high floor as a, you know, six, seven assists a game guy. Uh, Ken, who is your underrated point guard? I'm going with kind of a point guard slash shooting guard combo in Dallas, Spencer Dinwiddie, Shannon already touched on Jalen Brunson's move to the Knicks. And that shoves Dinwiddie from a reserve to starting role. He's got an average ADP of 123. But on Rotowire, we rank him as high as 48 for nine category turnover leagues. Um, this Dallas team is thin. Uh, he qualifies at both point guard and shooting guard. And uh, Dinwiddie averaged 16 points a game in Dallas even when Brunson, Brunson was on the squad. Uh the Mavericks are struggling to put a quality uh, small forward out there. So there's going to be plenty of minutes at shooting guard. It's not like they have, thankfully their wings stink. Um, so I think 30 minutes a night for Dinwiddie is a lock. We could see two, three pointers a game. Um, he's going to have more of a shooting guard assist total than a point guard, but it'll be over four. Uh, so uh, I like getting Dinwiddie late in, uh, in the later rounds. Alex, who do you have at sleeper point guard? I think it's quite the youngster, right? <laughs> yeah, Kyle Lowry, uh, my sleeper point guard. Depending on what you consider a sleeper, I'm just mostly going based off of ADPs. But average ADP of 95, he ranked 51st in per game value last year for eight cat leagues. He only played in 63 games. 
Uh, a lot of those absences, though, were due to a personal issue. And I, the, a lot, it seemed like he had a lot of time off when he came back. He didn't play very well. Um, but he still ranked 61st in total value despite missing um, about 20 games. So I understand people are worried about his age. He's 36. I understand people are worried about his games played recently, and that track record isn't fantastic either. But I think if you're looking in that 95, 100-ish range, I don't really think there's too many other places where you can secure, I don't want to say like guaranteed, but really strong potential for top 60 per game value after pick 100. Miami's still a relatively shallow team. I, You know, Gabe Vincent and Victor Oladipo, they showed some stuff in the playoffs last year. I still really don't trust them that much. Um, you know, and Butler is, is due to miss some games as well. And Kyle Lowry's going to step up in those instances. So I just think if you can get him after pick 100, to me, that's you got to pull the trigger. And not a lot of point guards with a uh, bumpus like Wes Unsell. Kyle Lowry, stout. It's true. In the point guard position. Give me that cake. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's, let's quickly move on. move on. Yeah, quickly transition to our our overrated point guards. Um, I will start off. My overrated point guard being De'Aaron Fox, who has an average ADP of 35. He showed practically zero improvement over the past three years. Uh, uh, and, and sometimes when he when he improves somewhere else, he falls somewhere else. It's just not a steady increase. You know, people give Ben Simmons a lot of crap for like not improving as a shooter. De'Aaron Fox has improved less as a shooter than Ben Simmons has over the past four years. Um, He's coming off his worst fantasy season in four years. Ranked 62nd per game in eight cat last year. He's a bad three-point shooter, bad free-throw shooter. Sabonis is there now. He's going to handle the ball a lot. I think Keegan Murray is legit. Looked like the second, third best player on their team during the preseason game against the Lakers that I watched. They have a ton of guards who can handle the ball now. Malik Monk is there, Kevin Herter, Davion Mitchell is the backup. I don't think he's going to be that sort of like number one hub of the offense like he has in the past. I think he is who he is, and I just would rather wait until pick like 50 to grab him. If you want to be an elite point guard in the NBA, you need to hit your free throws because the ball needs to be at your hand at the end of the game. And he's a mediocre shooter at 75%, which just irritates me. Irritates me. Work on your game. Shannon, who yeah. do you have as your overrated point guard? My overrated point guard is the perennial overrated point guard, Kyrie Irving. He's a skilled dude. We know he's very good at basketball. The main issue is his ADP. On Yahoo, he's going 16th. 16th. A top 20 pick on a guy who's played 60, 67, 20, 54, 29 games. I can't do it. I, there's no way I'm going to spend a top 20 pick on a guy like Kyrie Irving when I can go Tyrese Halliburton, Cade Cunningham, somewhere else, Some, some, give me some young legs who are going to play 70 games. I can't do it with Kyrie. I know he's going to be 25, 5, and 5. That's fine. But games you can't matter. can't predict the mystery absences. No, games matter. There's no way. He's way too risky for a top 20 pick. I agree. Yeah, it's just uh, it, great per game. He's ranked sixth per game, eight cap value, each of the past three years. But I agree. I would rather wait until about pick 25, which is where I think about I got him in our in our uh, like five-man league that we did like a month or so ago. All right, Ken, who's your guy? 
I'm going to go with someone I'd love to have on my NBA team, but he's overrated this year for fantasy, and that's DeJounte Murray now with the Atlanta Hawks. There's no way Murray and Trey Young both average nine dimes per game as they both did last year. There's just not enough basketball to go around. Also, I'm not sure Murray's slashing mid-range game fits with Young and the Hawks' offense. Defensively, Murray is a great addition for the Hawks. But on offense, the ball will often be out of his hands with Young around. I expect a dip in points, assists, and rebounds. Atlanta is a better rebounding team than San Antonio. Still happy to grab Murray in the mid-30s, but he's going ADP of 24. He's as high as 21 on Yahoo for that high a price. No, thank you. I'm with you on that. We'll we'll touch on him more in a bit because uh, we're talking the Southeast Division. Atlanta is part of that. They played the Bucs uh, yesterday. They're going to play the Bucs again tomorrow at 11. So people who are kind of interested to see the fit between Murray and Trey will have an opportunity to do so. But before we get to that, our friends at Caesars. With the NFL kicking off and the NBA season nearing, today is the best time to try Caesars Sportsbook. Anyone who is at least 21 years old and in a licensed Caesars Sportsbook state can create a new account and redeem the Caesars Sportsbook promo code ROTO15. That's R-O-T-O-1-5. The promo code gives new users a risk-free first bet up to $1,500. Visit Caesars.com slash sportsbooks or download the Caesars Sportsbook app today. And don't forget promo code ROTO15 when signing up. That's ROTO15. All right, let's get to our Southeast Division Fantasy Preview. Uh, Let's just jump right back with the Atlanta Hawks. Will the pairing of Trey Young and DeJounte Murray work? uh, And how will it affect their fantasy value? So in this first preseason game against Milwaukee that I was alluding to, Trey Young had 22 points, but only three assists. DeJounte Murray with 25 points and nine assists. Um, we kind of got Ken's thoughts on that. Shannon, do you have any strong leans on this on this Trey versus Murray situation? I I'm fine still picking Murray with a top 30 pick. I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be very solid. Basically, uh slightly he'll come down in scoring a little bit, come down in rebounds and assists, but I don't think it's gonna be very dramatic. Uh, I also think we'll see we'll see some improvements elsewhere. The fact that he was basically playing with uh, he's playing with a much better group of teammates this year around, and I think that could help some of his efficiencies. Maybe he'll be able to take more ch- uh, chances on the defensive end and get more steals. Uh, I like Murray still as a top thirty fantasy player. Uh, luckily, you can even get him a little bit lower than that. I've seen him drop, and I've landed him with like pick thirty five. Um, but 25 to 35, I'm okay taking them in that range. Yeah, I uh, I think that 30 to 35 range is is fine. You're getting one of the best uh, defensive guards in the NBA. Two steals a game could lead the NBA. Um, okay, we also have the Clint Capella versus Onyeka Kongwu debate. I think both guys, both guys seem to be going, like Capella will get drafted depending on what league you're in, anywhere from like, 65 to like 90 a Kongwu gets drafted in that like 100 to 120 range can I mean do you think that this is just a situation where they're going to slowly knock down Capella's minutes and a Kongwu rises up I mean Capella's also dealt with some injury issues lately 
I mean, well, you know, the bummer is with John Collins and his uh, healthy injury, healthy injury, up and downness. It'd be great if one of those two could kind of play a four, but they can't. They're both classic yeah. centers. They're not stretching anything. So I think, yeah, they do look at Capella's age and the shift's inevitable. It's just more of a matter of when, though. I mean, do you want to wait the first half of the season? Um, you can get, uh, you know, it's funny, though. The range on both these guys, ADP-wise, yeah. in the drafts I've been, has been all over the place. So I just kind of play which of those two by year, who's going cheaper in the particular draft I'm in. Uh I, it's funny, you know, Capella is not the default first Atlanta center brought up. So if people go nuts on a Congo in a draft, I'm happy to get Capella and vice versa. Capella is still the center known in, in Atlanta. He, he's, I, I'm not as worried about him. I do think that Congo is going to see more minutes this year, but Capella's Capella's 28 or so minutes per game, I think is secure. Uh, this team was also going to be interesting in, in the closing minutes. Like I expect them to go small and have Collins at center, Hunter at F five with Bogdanovich in there and, and their two star guards. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how often they use that kind of uh, the Atlanta version of the, the lineup of death. Okay. You know, Capella minutes. is only 28 years old. I think a lot of yeah, us assume yeah. he's older because he started as a 20 year old got major minutes right away in Houston, but he is only 28 and did play 74 games last year. So, you know, we might market might be overreacting. Yeah. If you're looking for a flyer, I'm kind of interested in Deandre Hunter late in draft showed kind of an outburst two years ago has been dealing with injuries since um, I know Nick Whalen got him in our uh, dynasty or our keeper auction draft for $1, which really upset me. I was waiting for a guy with higher upside for this season. I think that's a really, Good pickup, but he had 17 points in that preseason game. Looked good. Let's move on to Charlotte. Uh, this isn't exactly a, a pure fantasy question, but does this team have a puncher's chance at being the worst in the Eastern Conference? Um, and I guess a more direct fantasy question, which may which may uh, inform the first part of the question. Uh, I'll, I'll kick it to you, Shannon. Who do you think fills this void? Of Miles Bridges, you have like Ubre, Hayward, those are options, but there are other guys too. Well, I do think it's going to be basically a trio of players that are going to do it with Ubre and Hayward being two of them and PJ Washington. You know, PJ Washington Washington came into camp, looks looks like almost like a different person. Um, and, you know, take that with a grain of salt. It's that time of year where you're going to get those kind of reports, but he does look like he's in great shape. Hayward. We know what he can do. And then Kelly Oubre, I feel like he's 15 games. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I do feel like Kelly Oubre is being a little bit overlooked, though. This is a guy who scored 15 points per game last year, four rebounds, hit a ton of three-pointers, uh, took 7.3 uh, three-pointers per game, knocking down two and a half of them. I think he's going to be the guy who actually steps up in Bridges' absence. Um but, uh, you know, back to your original question about does this team have a puncher's chance? They're a, they're a lamella ball injury away from being oh. possibly the worst team in, in the East. But I still think people saying that this team is garbage, like you're overrating Miles Bridges significantly. Miles Bridges <laughs> is not the reason why that team was good last year. They were That's... competitive last year. With They're almost the exact same team as last year. So if you liked them last year, I don't know why you hate them this year. 
I think the Pacers in Detroit might have a word to say uh, about yeah. uh, Charlotte being the worst. Yeah, and Terry Rozier kind of still gives them a high floor for those games where LaMelo is out. Uh, but I'm, I'm with you on everything you said, Shannon. Um, you know, I, I Don't sleep on you, P.J. Washington. Yeah, P.J. Yeah. Washington, my starting center in stake league. I think that is good and bad. Um, <laughs> let's, let's go to Miami. Uh, Ken, how do you think the absence of P.J. Tucker affects the rotation? I mean, he, he's a low-usage guy. But yeah, it's a it's more of a basketball a problem. It's more of a basketball problem than a fantasy problem. Uh, you know, fantasy wise, the guys that just stand in the corner hoping the pass comes to them is not necessarily the leader of your your stat squad. But uh, it certainly weakens them on defense. Um, and but I don't know really how much it creates opportunity. They'd love Duncan Robinson to res- you know go back to twenty twenty one numbers, especially with all that money they gave him. But Max Struess is like, uh, I'm playing better. Give me the minutes. <laughs> you know, so yep. we'll see. It is, it is. you know, I saw, I've seen Caleb Martin crawling up uh, draft boards. And really with the void at power forward, that kind of makes a lot of sense. He's not a classic power forward by any stretch. But there, are, there's a big minutes opportunity at power forward. Caleb Mar- Martin is a late round flyer uh, I'm a fan of. Martin's a late round flyer option. I think Oladipo seems to be climbing up draft boards as well. I My just knee don't know. hurts every time someone says Oladipo. I don't know why that is. <laughs> yeah, I, Ow. I just, Ow. I mean, listen. I think he's, <laughs> he, he, he showed some stuff in the playoffs last year. But I think if you're expecting him to play more than 25 minutes, can't do it. Um, and at that point, it's really only a pretty deep league guy, like a 16 teamer. All right, let's go to Orlando. We got a little bit of a log jam in the front court here. Rookie Paolo Bancaro, who is not shooting very well in the preseason, but it showed defensive stuff. Um, I'm not that worried. But we also have Wendell Carter Jr., Mo Bamba, uh, Jonathan Isaac, if he exists, Franz Wagner, and Chuma. I think he wants it to be pronounced OKK now, but uh, it's really hard for me to not call him Chuma Okiki. Okiki um, had a ring to it. Yeah, it does. It, I, you know, I got a question for you two about Orlando. Because I've been in some drafts where people are just gaga for Mo Bamba, and I don't see yeah. how the minutes work out, right? Doesn't Benchero gobble up 30 minutes of power forward and shove Bamba behind Carter? And I'm not a big Wendell Carter fan, but how does Bamba see 25-plus minutes a night? He doesn't. It's not going to happen. Yeah, like, it's gonna, it, it'd be a Carter injury. Like they, There's no way. Bamba's great. I, I mean, he's he's fine player. I like him. I in ideal situation, he would have went to a different team uh, this offseason because yeah. he's not going to be able to match the minutes per game that he saw last season. Uh, I fully believe that he's going to be back around like 15 to 18 minutes per game. Especially if Isaac plays anything this right. year, right? Like... Yeah, and, you know, in the preseason, I think people are seeing him starting in the preseason and they're going, oh, look, they're going to do this again. Again, Jonathan Isaac not playing. Markel Fultz is out, so they're sliding Fine. the lineups down. Wagner was out one of the games. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'd be very surprised if Bamba's in the starting lineup on opening night. At some point, people are just, people know his permanent numbers and they'll be like, well, if I draft him here and Wendell Carter gets hurt two weeks into the season, then I'm doing great. And I don't have to bid for this guy in the waiver wire, but I, I would just rather take a guy with more full season upside uh, than Mo Bamba. Let's go to Washington. So we have Bradley Beal. And Chris Stapps Porzingis, the unicorn, for for their first full season together. Ken, can both of these guys stay healthy? No. 
<laughs> no. You know, on this squad, I've said it before, give me Kyle Kuzma. I don't like him on a real basketball sense, but fantasy-wise, he's a stat monger. You know, he he almost got a block a game last year, led the team in rebounds, um, takes three, hits threes, decent percentages. He's going to be the number two guy when Beal and Porzingis's eventual uh, injuries all take place. And Beal's on the downswing. I, I just uh, He's not the top 10 player uh, that a healthy Bradley Beal was a couple of years ago. The, the oh, John Wall's gone. Well, not sure Beal's body can handle uh, being the star 75 games this season. Yeah, they also, they have a bit, I mean, they have a bit of a log jam in the front court too. You have Porzingis there, you have Gafford. Uh, there, who I like, but it, it's tough to draft him because it seems like they're going to start Porzingis at center. Logjam implies a lot of uh, talent, Alex. It does, <laughs> but we, if we're calling Orlando a logjam, then you <laughs> number know. one picks. You got a lot of t- lottery yeah. picks, at least in there. Yeah, one guy. I, I think you know. I mean, you have you have Hachimura, Kuzma, Avdia's in there. Um, they got a lot going on at 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 um, at forward and center there. But I'm with you, Ken. I mean. Kuzma's Kuzma's a tough case, but I don't know. Let's see. Uh, I was kind of curious that we're, we we did a uh, Ken. You were in our Sirius XM Expert League draft the other day. I'm kind of curious. That was on. Um, we did that live on Sirius XM. I was gonna say I'm curious at where Porzingis went. I took him. Uh, I took him <laughs> in the fifth round. Well, actually, actually, I don't mind that. Um, I think at some point, you know, he's got second round upside per game, so draft him in the fifth. All right, Ken. It's time for the old man rant. Ooh. Tanking for Victor. Yes, Wobanyama or Wemby looks amazing, but the tanking already bothers me and it's barely started. Well, I think you can say Utah and San Antonio are already in full tank mode. Boo! Bring on regulation. How about this? Win less than 25 games and you go to the G League. I do love the picture of Wemby standing next to Rudy Gobert. And Wemby's just towering over the Stifle Tower. I love it. Anyway, regardless, consider this a preemptive rant against NBA tanking. Arrgh. What do you think he looks really good? <laughs> Did you watch it? Have you seen that? I've been seeing the highlights. Oh, he looks amazing. <laughs> he looks fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Seven foot four, and he moves like Kevin Durant. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, unlike anything I've ever seen. Scoot Henderson also looked very good in that in that um, exhibition game. So it I is think, interesting uh, that Utah dumping Frenchman Rudy Gobert could help them a great deal to draft Frenchman Wemby. There's that picture of Wembenyama and Gobert standing next to each other. Wembenyama is clearly taller than Rudy Gobert. Towering over him. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to post it on the article, uh, on the podcast article. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a great picture. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, I thought Rudy Gobert was tall. <laughs> <laughs> then there's like a coach or an agent on the other side of Wemby who kind of gets cut off. They show like this much of him, but he comes to like his waist. <laughs> Ridiculous upside there. I think we avoided any mispronounced names except maybe Wembenyama. But we should just we should just if there's a way to permanently add something to a Google Doc and make it make it unable to delete, we should just put that in there. 
Uh, so thank you, everybody, for joining us in the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is presented by Caesars. Ken, take us out of here. Uh, let's go to Orlando, where Terrence Ross vented about his disdain for Captain America. Oh. Quote, he's too self-righteous, too noble. I understand you're the perfect human and have the best morals, but you almost, gotta, you almost get the sense he thinks he's better than everybody. There's no depth, no dark side. <laughs> hmm. I would say the same about the magic front court. But anyway, attention passengers, this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.